Goosebumps, number eight. The girl who cried monster. She's got the monster of all problems. She's telling the truth, but no one believes her. Lucy likes to tell monster stories. She's told so many that her friends and family are sick of it. Then one day, Lucy discovers a real live monster, the librarian in charge of the summer reading program. Too bad Lucy's told so many monster tall tales. Too bad no one believes the words she says. Too bad the monster knows who she is and is coming after her next. Listener beware, you're in for Nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. Welcome to welcome to Deadcast. Welcome to welcome to. We we are your hosts, the Terror Twins. Twinsy. I'm Daniel. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. And we love Goosebumps. That boy is a monster. Monster. The girl who cried monster. The girl who cried monster is one of my absolute favorite books in this entire series. Wow, preach. I am Rob obsessed with it. Preach. I gave this book a B plus. Oh, we're jumping right to it. And I stand by my B plus. Stand by your man. Yeah, stand by me. I think I gave it a B plus. No, you did. I just looked. Okay. I just looked. It's it's the most delicious one. I mean, like this is such a good book. It is. It's such a good. It's such a classic. It's, book. it's it really is a classic. I think I, I, I think we probably say that every time though. There are things from this. I know we're not into the TV episode yet, but there are things from this TV episode that I say on, on a daily on the base. Day All our on, base are belong to us on the reg. I know. Seriously, every single day, it's crazy. Rin fact: On my birthday last year. <laughs> When what's her Abby? When Abby, <laughs> we rented out a studio. It's true, like a like a, like a movie studio, literally a movie, movie studio. studio, not a movie studio. We rented out a screening room. Yes, my friend Abby, Abby Cobb. What up, Abby? Just the absolute best. Um, uh, rented it out, and we watched for we watched a screening of a film I did, and then we watched an episode of my so called life, and then we watched this, this Goosebumps, Goosebumps episode. episode. If I could like show someone one episode of Goosebumps besides the Haunted Mask for them to get what Goosebumps is, I would show them the Girl Who Cried Monster. We, we were watching this episode right before this. You looked over at me at one point and said, "This, this is, is a perfect, perfect." 22 minutes. This is a perfect thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's it's a it's it's a flawless episode of television. And, and a great I'm, book. Like if you haven't read it, drop your panties and and, 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 and have a pa- and have a panty dropping party. <laughs> um, I am so much more familiar with because I've seen the TV episode so many times. So many. I mean, how countless hundreds. Every of day times. of my life, I sit and I can't. I just think about what are we going to do when we get to the haunted mask. Oh, I don't know what we're going to. do. I don't know what evaporate. we're going to do. I don't. How are we going to keep that down to an hour? I could talk about that for twenty-four hours. I, I can't even. And I've seen this episode very. Very, very a lot. Very, <laughs> very much good. Yes. And like it, such as. Uh, the like such as and the Iraq. And so I was not as familiar. I didn't remember the book that no, much. No, I think I've read the book maybe three times. I think I've probably only read it twice. Maybe even only twice. I didn't I didn't know what to expect. But a lot of the lines from the TV show are, are taken it directly just from the ripped. book. It is just ripped. There are... Practically, practically all the dialogue. I think the TV episode is actually better than the book. I do too. I do too. I think. I think. Although the book is a blast, it's a, total, it's a lash blast. Life should blast. Life should blast. Are you ready for it? Um, I think. I think it can be snipped a little. Reading, the book? Yeah, reading the book, I was like, let's, yeah, I was I like, could, let's get to the goods. It drags. Let's get to the goods. I think the TV episode does a really great job of- The book sh- crams in the goods in about half a page. This is the first book that, I, that I've read, reread, you know, as we're doing this podcast, that I thought, um, 
yeah, this this is definitely just a thirty minute episode of TV. Yeah, you know, they, like with like, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, and even with Let's Get Invisible a little bit, I could see it getting stretched. You know what I mean? For an hour or forever, however long it needs to be for yeah. a hundred twenty, hundred thirty page book. This is the first book where I was like, no, this could be thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, this could easily be thirty minutes. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed every minute of yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Well, let's get right into it. Let's get. This Right into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This came out, this book was, uh, first came out in May 1993. Same year as, I mean, same month, of course, same year. Same month as Night of the Living Dummy. They came out at the same time. What? Yeah. Oh, they released the two of them at the same time? They must have. They were both, they both are May 1993. How, uh, okay. Double the, double Screams. men gum. Screech. Double your pleasure, double your fun. I'm not feeling the cover of this book, TBH. I'm not feeling it really either. There's tiny little Meg Ryan in the corner. <laughs> Uh, there, it's 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 a weird purple library room, and there's a girl. I think she looks like Meg Ryan. I feel like Meg Ryan's such a, a who's Meg no, Ryan. No offense to Meg, but it's like an old, really old reference. But this is. I think this cover's all wrong. I hate it. I'll, I'm just gonna go. To, ahead and why say don't that. you say why you hate it then? Because why the fuck hate's is, a strong word, don't ooh, you think? You got, you got that right. Mr. Mortman is wearing like a green visor headband thing on this cover. Why don't you describe for the listener exactly what you're looking at? What I'm looking at is a fat and man. I'm sorry with, to end a sentence on a preposition. A fat man with absolutely massive forearms and hands mm-hmm. um, with glasses, and he's wearing a green fucking visor or some shit. And he's wearing a, t- a, white, a white shirt with a fat teal tie. And he's picking up a fly from a jar, and he's looking at it longingly. Then there's a stack of books next to him, and then there's a purple library behind him, and then fucking Meg Ryan peeking from behind a corner wearing a giant blue denim men's work shirt. It's um, it's not the best cover. It doesn't sound as bad when I say it out loud, but if you re- if you're listening to this, just Google it. Well, because it's not scary at all. It just looks like she's spying on a fat man who's staring at flies. It doesn't even look like he's gonna eat flies or he's a monster or anything. It just doesn't show me that he's a monster. She doesn't look like she, she's not as she appears in the book. No, which uh-uh. you know I always have problems with that sort yeah. of thing. And I'm like, is that exactly the description of him? I can't remember with T. T. Jacobus whether he. Do you remember whether he gets the the book ahead of time? We'll 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 do some research on that and figure out exactly if he read the book ahead of time or if he. I think we talked about it in a previous episode and we probably lied about it. Yeah. Um. So the protagonist of this book is Lucy Dark. Lucy Dark. It's such a great name, Lucy Dark. She's got that. Straight black hair. Got her short, big black eyes. She's short and has a big black eye. <laughs> I'm reading Daniel's notes. I take copious notes. Matthew's going note free tonight. I am. I'm, I've decided not to take notes this time around and have Daniel tell me a little bedtime story. Well, I appreciate your um, willingness to live in the moment and just experience the book as you experienced it, yeah. um, regardless of notes, and yeah. then relive it as yeah, we I'm are lazy. tonight. You lazy, mm-hmm. and uh, we of course we have the annoying little brother and or sister of yes, every this one is little brother. Trope. His name's Randy. He looks just like Lucy, but he's a little chubby and with longer eyelashes. Life's a blast. Are you <laughs> ready for it? <laughs> a lash blushed. Uh, they live in a little town called Timberland Falls, or is it okay. Timberland Falls? I don't know. You're telling me a story. Anyway, Lucy loves telling Randy. She loves telling scary stories until her brother Randy just begs Begs her to stop. stop. Lucy just loves to tell those tall, those tall tales. And this story takes place over the summer. It does, and it's summer vacation. All I ever wanted. Yeah. And Lucy is bored out of her gourd. Yes, yes, hunty. And so she she just starts spilling some monster tea on Randy. Yes, that's right. And one afternoon, she tells Randy about the Timberland. I'm gonna say Timberland. Timberland? Just pick one. Timberland Falls Toe Biter. I know the Timberland Falls Toe Biter. Oh no, the Toe Biter next The Toe door. Biter. The Toe Batter. Oh no, Lucy, you better watch Lucy, out. Lucy, dark. Lucy, Lucy, I don't know what that is, but I know that I, I hate, hate it. it. My sinful nature like, may like it, but Lucy, I know that I Lucy, hate it. Your toes go. She, she tells Randy a story about um, Becky from next door who is visiting the Killings who live next door. Okay. Okay. That's not killing. It's killings. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. And Becky was over there visiting. Hi, she dangled Kat. her toes off the edge of a plastic pool like like you do. Sick. And oh no, the toe biter nipped Hinkley? off all her toes. 
<laughs> so while Lucy's telling the story, she's um, shoving her toes in the dirt. I love how Randy believes all of these monster stories. She tells him like all of them and he gets scared every single time. He's consistent. So she shoves her toes in the fresh dirt while she's telling the story. Oh, that sounds good. And then after the end of the story, po- points down and says, look, he even got some of my toes or something. And it looks like her toes are gone because she shoved them in the dirt. Yeah, definitely. And oh God, it's so scary. And then she laughs to herself and said, I really got him that time. And then a monster shows up behind her. Oh no, wait, it's just her friend, Aaron. Is that Aaron, her friend, Aaron Messer? Aaron Messer. So Aaron Messer is Lucy's platonic boyfriend who... Why is anyone friends in this book? But Lucy's a real pill in this book. She's obnoxious. Yeah, she really is. That's what kept it from being an A-, minus. to be completely mm. honest. Was her attitude. Mm. Check your attitude at the door. We're not here to be loved, sweetie, or attitude, whatever it is. Have an attitude of gratitude. I know, right? Aaron is her check only friend con- who... Did- check your conscience at the door, sweetie. Check your conscience at the door, sweetie. We're not here to be yeah, loved. That's better. Uh... Aaron was her only friend that didn't go away from the summer. And Aaron, why don't you describe Aaron for the listener? Well, he's a foot taller than Lucy. He has that he has that curly red tendrils and freckles. He's skinny with long baggy shorts that make him look even skinnier. And he's black in the TV show. Yes. So Lucy's talking with Aaron and convinces Aaron, her, her 12-year-old friend, that there's a monster up in the tree in her backyard. Right. It's just a friendship of convenience, really. It truly is. And he sort of starts to believe her that there's a monster hanging out in her tree. And she says, no, I'll prove it to you. So she grabs a broom and starts poking branches. And <laughs> oh, so, yeah. <laughs> I remember this now. And then all of a sudden, you guys, a monster falls out of the tree. Oh, wait, that wasn't a monster. It was just a ratty old bird's nest oh man these fake outs in this book they're, these these chapter break the fake landing. outs oh man they're the timberland falls everybody always timberland falls for her stories mm. so her mom shows up mom 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 gives lucy says lucy you need to stop scaring Randy. lucy this is the mom Ooh. this is the mom's description she's got that straight shiny black hair that cat Green eyes and a small feline green cat eyes (laughs) and a small feline nose. Basically, she's a cat. And she says, "Lucy, this monster thing is just a phase you're going through." And Lucy sasses back to her and says, "Life is a phase I'm going through." Ooh, I think that's such an interesting, difficult line to say. You mean in the TV episode? And just in general, I think I think I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, and th- but this is one of the lines that's that's adopted into the TV show. But the actress or whatever does a good job of delivering that. Life line is a like, phase I'm going through. Life is a phase I'm going through. Yeah. Oh, it's filled with such preteen angst. I love angst. <laughs> I kind of love, there's some real sassy lines in this book. No, I, I, I bet. She gives a real I snap back, some Snapchat. Now with 100% more sass back. <laughs> I dog-eared some pages with some of her sass. It's funny that you dog-eared some pages. Now, listener, we only have one copy between the two of us. And it's true. And although I have, I have my own welcome to dead house. Thanks cat birthday present. Thanks Alan. And so we share it. We, we pass it back and forth and read it in preparation for this cast. And some of the pages that you dog eared were some of the pages that I noted. Lol twinsies. It's time for reading Rangers at the library. Oh, at the library, at the library. So over the summer, Lucy has to read a book each week and then give a mini report on it. Bitch. And this week is Huckleberry Finn. Oh, lol. She didn't even read it. Which one's Huckleberry Finn? Is that the one where they paint the fence? Yeah, that's the one where they paint the fence. That's Tom Sawyer. Oh, Huckleberry Finn is the one with like the funeral. He goes to his own funeral and hides up in the rafters and like Elijah Wood or whatever, right? I didn't read that one. I love Elijah Wood. Yeah. Was he in that? Whatever. So it's a stormy, cloudy afternoon. I love the ambiance in this book, Mm, by the way. Robert Lawrence really has really snagged that ambiance recently. Snatched the cat back. And the library is at the edge of the Timberland Woods, and it's in an old house. Yeah, it's so weird. What's so funny about this description, I remember this description, where it's like, 
So in the TV show, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves too. Get ahead. With the TV show stuff, it's like basically like a motherfucking castle with like stone faces on the side or whatever. And so when I was reading the book, I'm so used to that from the TV show. So I was reading the book or whatever. It's like it's an old abandoned house or something they turned into a library. I was like, oh, that's so different. But then the more that they, more that they, only one person wrote this book, Matthew, you idiot. The more that R.L. Stein describes the house, and he's like, it has turrets, and it's like two it, it eventually just it turns just into, turns into <laughs> a castle. Basically, it's not even really a house. Well, anymore. this it's is how it's in, this is how it's initially described that it's a three-story tall house a three-bedroom house it's dark shingled and has a dark and pointy roof between two stone turrets yeah that's pretty true have you ever been to a house with a turret before no i'm i i don't think i have either now they get to the i I don't (laughs) think i have either there's a fucking repeat repeat parrot in here just call me pete repeat (laughs) retreat for repeats um, he gets to the library, and the librarian is Mr. Mortman. Mr. Mortman. Mr. Mortman has sopping wet hands. Sick. He's bald with black beady eyes. Okay. Short, round. Well, he's described as a wet pod mole. Ooh. Ew, seek. He's just supposed to be sort of seek and gross. Yeah, and... like some fat old Willie Garson. And he sits on Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> and he sits at his big old desk, his li- library desk, and on his desk, you guys, is an aluminum pan of turtles. Of turtles. In an inch of water. Yeah. How random. One could even say it's so random. <laughs> What is this library house? A random house? <laughs> <laughs> so Lucy blades to the library. My, oh, my, my blades. blades! Her roller blades to meet with Mr. Mormon. Mr. Mormon says, Lucy, how is Huckleberry Finn? And she says, I couldn't put it down. And then to herself, she says, kind of true. I never picked it up. Wow. So how could I put it down? Oh. I thought that was pretty funny. She has, yeah, she's funny. I made a note about it and I put it in italics. Oh. I have too much time on my hands. I'm just kidding. I'm so busy. <laughs> anyway, Lucy, <laughs> Lucy leaves um, the library with her next book, which is Frankenstein. Frankenstein. You could have watched the movie. And she leaves and she's going home and she waits and oh wait oh no oh, oh no I forgot, I forgot my, my blades. So she has to go back to the library. The but, library. The library. <laughs> but before she gets back to the library, all of a sudden, she has this really bad feeling. Sometimes she gets these premonitions, you guys. Do you, do you ever see the movie Premonition starring Sandra Bullock? Yes. Do you I, remember that poster? No. That poster was just sky with trees and birds but if you looked closely the birds and trees formed sandy's face anyway she gets back to the library and all the lights are off the library the library and she sees mr mormon's desk humming and just sitting with a glass jar full of flies and he and and he doesn't know that she's there, no. and she hears him say to himself, "Some juicy flies, my, my timid friends." I just like to say, I love the. I know we already said ambiance, but like we're we're getting to like full tilt jungle madness into like really quickly into the book. This is like chapter maybe six or something at this point, where it's like, oh, okay, we're about. To oh, get we're getting to the meat. I know we're about to get into the meats, the meat sweats. Yes. So she 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 peeps at him. She's she's. Beep, beep. Joe. And something happens. Mr. Mortman's face starts to change. I'm just going to let you take this one. And then I'll have a commentary afterwards. Okay, you guys, you guys listen to this because this is fucking terrifying, actually. So he has that jar of flies, the jar of hearts in his hands, and his head starts to float up from his turtleneck. Lol. And Not his, lol, sick. Well, well, I say lol because it's a turtleneck and he has turtles. Oh, lol. And it floats up from his turtleneck and it, his head expands and balloons. And his eyes, eyes bulge out of his head like stems, like stalks. And they poke straight up like insect antennae. And his mouth twists and grows and becomes a gaping black maw. A gaping black <laughs> hole. 
And he's, he's singing and his singing turns to howling and the howling turns to screaming and he starts shoving handfuls of flies into his mouth. Okay, let's just... I'm not exaggerating. Let's talk about this for a second because I think this is such a terrifying specific image because it's so like easy to be like yellow eyes and sharp teeth and he has teeth later or whatever but like at this point it's just a gaping hole of a mouth going and his eyes are poking out like his back broke like this big rubber rubber gray balloon with those dick eyes sticking out and that gaping butthole of a mouth (laughs) sucking in flies <laughs> All of a sudden, I really want to draw a picture. Me too, very badly. Wow, that butthole mouth. Yeah, that rubber gray balloon knot. That twisted tight monkey fist. Ew, Mr. Mortman. Shoving flies up in there. Mm. Oh, my tranny chasers up in here. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lucy can't believe what she's seeing and she says maybe i'm imagining it maybe it's all the sh- the swirling shifting shadows of the clouds outside girl that's some no you ain't imagining it girl you there's not there's no way you're imagining a balloon head sticking out of someone's turtleneck poking out her eyes like her back bro <laughs> seriously and all of a sudden it starts to rain and uh let the let the rain starts to rain and oh tits when she forgot her blades again? She forgot. I think she forgot her blade. My notes aren't clear here. Wow. What I do know about this book, I'll, I'll, pr- I'll say this right now. She goes to the library probably four times too many. Yeah. To make sure Mr. Mormon's a monster. Yeah, he's a monster. We, we got it, girl. But she goes back many, many times. Anyway, and she decides to make some noise. While she's there. Yeah. She's like, maybe if I make noise and he knows I'm here, he couldn't possibly, like, be a monster while I'm here, you know? Wait, so she's gone back to the library again now? I think she starts to leave. Okay. This is what happens. She sees him transform into monster. Is like, oh, gosh, I've got to get out of here. And then reala- realizes, oh, wait, y- you dumb head. You went to go back to get your blades. You forgot your blades. She has to go back. And she decides when she's going to go back, she's going to make some noise. Okay. And stomp around this time. And then... When she then she realizes, oh tits, oh tituba, the door's locked now. From the inside? No, from the outside. She can't get in. Okay. Okay. It's locked from the inside later, the eighteenth time she goes back to the library. Right. And it's raining and it's sopping, and she goes, Oh great, now I have to run home like a soaping, sopping, sop puppet. Yeah. Sure. And she gets home and tells her, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I said Mr. Mortman, he's ma'am. a monster. And they're like, oh, Lucy. No uh, one bah, believes bah, bah, her, obviously. You're just making up stories. It's such stories. a great idea for a story, actually. Boy who, boy who Cried Wolf, that's that's the thing. Yes, of course. You know, so like that's, it's so genius. Well, they aren't having it, and they're making meatballs at home. Mom and dad are making meatballs at home, and you dog-eared this page, and we're going to read this for a second. Yeah, let's just read it. And... Lucy says, uh, doesn't anyone here believe me? I cried. This really isn't the time for your monster stories, Mom said, turning back to her meatballs. Larry, you're making them too big, she scolded my father. They're supposed to be small and delicate. But I like big meatballs, Dad insisted. Now, this isn't why I dog-eared that page. Oh, really? I thought that was just strange. The meatball stuff is so weird, and it's in the TV episode, which I absolutely it love. It is. But this is, if you keep reading, but I like big in italics, meatballs, dad insisted. No one was paying any attention to me. I turned and stomped angrily out of the kitchen. Is Mr. Mortman really a monster? Randy called after me. I don't know. And I don't care about anything, I screamed back. (laughs) I was just so angry and upset. They didn't have to ignore me like that. All they cared about was their stupid meatballs. (laughs) I won't be ignored, Dan. (laughs) Is that the funniest thing? Oh, man. Oh, Lucy. I'm liking Lucy more now. Yeah, now that I'm saying all this stuff. She pulls some shit later. She's she's a real tit bitch later. Well, so later at dinner, Lucy brings up that she's reading Frankenstein, and Dad gets at her and says, Gosh, you have to read about them, too? Monsters on the brain. Monsters on the brain. After dinner, Randy... Comes up to Lucy and is like, I believe you. Tell me more about Mr. Mortman. And she's like, fine, I will. And then the dad walks in and is like, stop it, Lucy. Anytime the parents are there, the only thing they say besides talking about them meatballs is, stop talking about monsters. Stop talking about monsters. We get it. So Lucy decides, no one believes me. I have to go prove it. So the next day, Lucy decides to go to the library, and she runs into Aaron in his yard playing with a one-person Frisbee. With some weird rubber string attached to it. I don't even know. Like it, oh gosh! And she, um, 
she talk wait she gets to the library she talks quickly with a girl named Ellen Borders who's three books ahead of her at the Reading Rangers bitch. Mr. Morton is wearing a bright yellow turtleneck with a purple ring. I know, it's so weird. Oh, he's getting his life. R.L. Stein loves his primary colors mixed with weird, weird tacky glass beads and rings. I was thinking more of a mustard, don't you think? Oh, yes, yes. He better work. Yes. How could you serve mustard? So Lucy has this conversation This this j that's just... Two conversations at once, basically saying, do you believe in monsters? Trying to get him to crack when she clearly knows that With he's a, a sopping monster. wet hand. He just laughs it off and says, no, I don't believe in monsters. Read Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> Lol. So this time, Lucy decides she's This gonna, time, baby. She's I'll going to prove that he's a monster. So she decides to hide in the library after everybody leaves. And she's hiding there. He turns off the lights. She hears him lock the door. And she just basically watches him for a long time doing normal things until he says, Dinner time, my timid friends. And he starts turning into a monster again. That yes. balloon head. That gaping mauve mouth. Arl Stein describes that his eyes swimming like toadstools. Black lips. A pencil-like tongue. And he eats flies out of a jar like they's candy. Oh, I love that. Then he sees her. Or does he? She thinks he sees her. I don't know. And then all of a sudden he takes one of his turtles and he eats a turtle. The idea of that crunching shell makes me feel fistically seek. It makes me feel seek too, but makes me sad for the turtles. His timid friends. That's I don't understand. Are we just eating anything we can find? I thought they were your friends. That, that's Pause. I mean, there's a part later that I'll bring this up later that, I don't, that doesn't make sense either. All right. Play. We're starting up again because you hit pause. So Lucy mm. decides to run out the door. Um, and oh no, the door is locked. But this time it's locked from the inside. Oh! Whatever. And then she gets out and runs home. But then she realizes, well, yeah. You just beat me to the punch. She realizes, she's like, oh no, it's locked. And then she's like, oh wait, it's locked from the inside. I can just unlock it. Yeah. So she runs home. And basically that, point to the li that trip to the library was completely pointless. That's true. Because she went to prove he was a monster, but she just saw exactly what she saw the day before. Yeah, except now he has a pencil thin tongue and black lips. And, he, and he is eating his friends. Great. Um, These she runs home. She, she tells Aaron again, I definitely saw him. He's really a monster. And he's like, whatever. You keep saying that. What a lousy friend, she says. And then she runs upstairs and there's a monster in her bed. No, no. Oh, wait. It's just a papier mache head that her brother Randy made. I thought this moment was so ridiculous. When I was reading this book, I didn't. Rem I was like, "Where's where's this going?" Because the end of the chapter is like, "There's a monster in her bed," and I was like, "I don't remember this moment. What?" And it's just a papier mache head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know that I spelled out paper mache in my in my notes, and I went ahead and put the accent aigu and, <laughs> and the right and the right accents for the French spelling, yes. even in my notes, because I'm crazy. Like a fox. <laughs> it turns out it's just a monster head that Randy made. Whatever. Um, Lucy tells Randy again that Mr. Mortman's a monster. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ditch. Ditch witch. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and guess he's at the front door, bitches. It can't be Mr. Morty, can it? It's Mr. Mortman. He's at the front door. Oh, no. And he has Lucy's bag, his her her snapsack. Oh her no, knapsack. she forgot her rucksack. Her book bag. Her Teddy Ruxpin. Her backpack. <laughs> her book bag. What did you call it growing up? I know I was with you the whole time, but did a you, backpack? Did you call it a book bag or a backpack? Backpack. Backpack. Book bag. Backpack. My backpack. My backpack. My book bag. My backpack. I've never called it a book bag. My backpack. My backpack. My backpack. <laughs> my my Taco Bell, my Taco Bell, <laughs> my Thanksgiving, my Thanksgiving. Oh, which one do you say? Yes. And, and so he, yes. he says, "Did you stick around the library today?" And he says, "I believe." Someone Have you been thinking about monsters again, Lucy? He says, "I believe someone was there trying to scare me or trick me." And she's like, "Uh, no." Who would do something like that? And then her parents come home immediately, and. Uh, after he leaves, right? He leaves, yes. He leaves, um, and Lucy's parents immediately come home, and she says, Mr. Morton is here. He's a monster. 
and uh, heard it all before. And girl. and this is the scariest end to a chapter I've ever read in a Goose Hunts book. Really? Give it to me. You know, they always end with like, and then the monster popped out. All this stuff, right? Yeah. This one is the most terrifying one I've ever read. What? This is the last sentence of the chapter. What is it? And um, Lucy's mom says, go outside and help your father bring in the rest of the groceries. <laughs> That's the end of it? I've never read a Goose Hunts chapter that doesn't end on at least a little bit of a scare. I don't even actually believe you. That's why I'm flipping through this. Flip through it. You'll see it. You're going to choke on these words. Enough. Go outside and help your father bring in the rest of the groceries. <laughs> That's it. And then it's a whole blank page, basically. Wow, chapter 12, she really starts off with some sass sarcasm where she says, So, once again, my wonderful parents refuse to believe me. What a pill. What a total Allison pill. So this time Lucy decides she needs um, a, a witness. And she decides she's going to use her only friend, Aaron, as a witness. And she says, I'm going to pay him $5 to hide in the library with me. She's a shitty friend. So she shows up to his house, but her, his brother Bert answers the door shirtless, shirtless with, with denim, denim shorts. shorts. He says, Aaron is not here. He's getting braces. And Lucy's so pissed. She says, the that dirty, dirty traitor. traitor. I hope your braces really hurt. <laughs> what a pill. What, what a ridiculous And I'm say. all, what's Bert doing later? <laughs> Bert Wonderstone. Whoa, Bert, do you need an Ernie? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I'm single. So she says, fine, I don't need Aaron. All I need is my camera. So she gets to the library. Library's busy. She hides into it behind a cabinet until everybody leaves, just like she did yesterday. And the day before that. Ugh. And the day before that. So she waits and waits while he does a bunch of boring library stuff like he did yesterday. And then he finally Fucking turns into a monster, starts Dewey eating some flies, system. says, dinner time, my timid friends, like he says every single day. Whatever. And then, Butthole balloon knot, skinny black pencil tongue. And she decides to take a picture of him, but he turns away. Oh, no. And then he moves on from turtles and flies to white moths. Sick. Mmm. Chalky. And then she takes a picture. Flash! Flash. Like, like, like. No, come on. And she realized, oh, no, she left the flash on. And he howls and growls and says, who's there? Lucy! You won't get away. <laughs> So, you know, she runs and then runs blindly into a book cart and falls on her hard on her stomach and knees. Ow, my stomach and knees. Ow, the Dewey Decimal System. Ow, I fell hard on my elbows and knees and let out a long whoosh of cold air. Oh, the microfiche. And she can't get up because she's paralyzed, of, you know, in fear and all that. And if she eventually gets up. She's frozen in fear a lot. Yeah. And are you getting bored? I am. I'm getting bored. Well... This is the way the book goes. Let's just, let's keep it moving. I'm I'm just giving the listeners exactly how it is. Well, zip zaps off. Let's get to the weird shit. Well, I wanted to say that sometimes you know you're frozen in fear, and I don't believe that until that time in college when somebody broke into my house and I saw them and I just stood there and I didn't do anything and I understand what she's going through. I understand frozen in fear too, so fuck you. Life is a phase I'm going through. <laughs> Life is a phase I'm going through. That was a big moment. Anyway, I hope your braces really hurt. <laughs> So, all of a sudden, the phone rings. Who's calling the library that late? I don't know. And it distracts Mr. Mormon. She runs out the door, you know, runs, runs home, blah, 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 gets home, and says, Dad, Dad, we need to get this film developed right now. I took a picture of Mr. Mormon. He's a monster. And he, they're like, all right, fine. We have to go to the mall and have Chinese food anyway, as long as you don't talk about monsters at the table. And she says, fine, fine, fine. So, while they're at Chinese food, Lucy runs to the photo place and is so outrageously impatient and is rude to the guy that works there and gets the photos. And then Mr. Mormon didn't show up in the photos, and that proves that he is a monster because monsters don't show up in photos. Am I going fast enough for you? (laughs) You want to be pretty for you? (laughs) So the next day, Lucy and Braces Aaron are spying on Mr. Mortman as he's leaving. They go to the library. What is this? The fifth, the sixth time that they're at the library? Six dicks. Now you'll never forget. And this time, instead of wearing a yellow mustard turtleneck and a purple ring, he's wearing a red and white striped short sleeve sports shirt. With the Say that. With say that three times fast. Where is it? I'll read it. I'll say it three red times fast. Red and white fast. striped short sleeve sports shirt. Red and white slu- Red and white striped short sleeve sports shirt. Red and white striped short sleeve sports shirt. Red and white striped short sleeve sports shirt. Harder than you thought it was going to be. And he's also wearing a red baseball hat, which fucking clashes and it pissed me off he's when I read it. He's wearing baggy gray I slacks. I hope your braces hurt. Bra- he's wearing baggy gray slacks. 
So they decide to follow him through the streets across a barren field. This is where it gets real. It gets real fucking sketch here because these two kids are following a grown ass man back to his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Across a field, they just mouse behind him in an empty field. I'm trying to imagine. This he could I turn mean, around. He could turn around. Yeah, I know. Ugh. So they follow him across the field to his house, really far away. Yeah, too far away. So they decide to spy on him through the windows. They use a wheelbarrow. They fucking flip that shit upside down so they can stare in and peeping Tom in a peep, peep, peep show. And decide to see him, whatever. And there's an aquarium right against the window, like a little fish tank. So they can barely see the little warble of the fish tank. But, you know, like Lucy's... Aaron's helping her up, so Aaron can't see, but Lucy can. Which, if you want to, if you want to prove to Aaron that he's that he's the monster, have Aaron pee. I know this stuff. Pisses How many me times off. you got to go to the library, Lucy? Yeah, it pisses me off. B plus. So, <laughs> so she looks through the aquarium, and Mr. Mormon's staring right at her, or is he? Maybe he's just looking at the fish in the aquarium. Or maybe she's taking out the groceries. And so. <laughs> And so he turns into a monster, starts eating a fish, a crunchy snail. Here's what I don't understand, okay? We have, a we have a fucking aquarium in my house, right? So I have an aquarium in my house to what? Eat from? Like, why do we have pet turtles? Why do we have an aquarium to look pretty in my house if I'm just going to be eating those fish and I'm just going to be eating those turtles? That's a question I don't have an answer to. I'm just throwing it out there. It frustrated me when I read it. Um, also, you know, props to you for, like, having a... Fish and eels in your aquarium and oh, snails. Oh, I know. I saw that. I was like, oh, why, why is he swallowing an eel? I'm like, oh, is this the fucking San Diego Zoo? <laughs> <laughs> is that even a place? Yeah, I think so. Um, we went. I used to I've been to the Long Beach Aquario. Is that what they call it? It's what I'm calling it now. That is so great. So she looks back. I was on a date. I wasn't. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Wow. She's spilling the tea today, ladies and gentlemen. Slut is a phase I'm going through. She's here. Um, she looks back to check in with, with Aaron. Aaron, can you believe this? He's eating snails and eels and Aaron's gone. And then he pops up and says, sorry, I was looking for a ladder. And she says, you were? Oh, no, she loses her balance. Oh, no, and she falls hard in her elbows and stomach. And as she's falling, she sees Mr. Mormon look at her through the window. Terrifying. And so it's time to run, girl. Molly, you in danger, girl. What's that from? I think it's from Ghost. Ghost? Yeah, the movie Ghost. With Demi Moore? With Demi Moore and... Uh, I've never seen it. Um... What is what is Whoopi Goldberg's name in that? Otome Brown? I've never seen it. <laughs> Wasn't it on Broadway for a while? Otome Brown? I swear that's her name. Otome? Oh gosh, I I'm I think that's her name. There are probably people who are listening who've seen that movie and know it much better than we do. Whoopi Goldberg Ghost. Is it good? It was on Broadway. Otome Brown called it. I didn't say it and believe you. I just said it incredulously. So they're running, running, and running, and running. And Mr. Mortman comes out of the house and chases Lucy down and this grabs her. Terrifying, terrifying, domestic, real. You know, you know how much I listen to my true crime pod podcasts. I know how much you do, and you know how much I think about serial killers. A lot. And this is it right here. Yeah. This is how you get dead. Yeah, this is how you get dead. And uh, Lucy stammers and says, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I came to your house to tell you I'll be late to Reading Rangers tomorrow. That's the best you could come up with, Lucy? And he's was oh, scary. I was scared when I was I was scared. I was a little scared, it's too. it's nighttime and there's a fucking creepy Well, it's crowd. late afternoon. And so... I was reading it in my mind. It was dark outside. It's not that dark yet. I know. I know for a fact Wow. And a fact checker, ladies and gentlemen. I, I I read Entertainment Weekly. I know my shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm just relieved it wasn't a burglar. And he says, why don't you come inside and call your parents to, and have them come pick you up? It's so far and it's so late. She says, no. And he says, come in. I won't bite. Ew. Might as well get in my white van and pet my puppy. That's scary. I know. That's why I'm saying this is scary. I don't like that. I know. That's why I'm saying this is scary. Do you think you're too far away from the mic right now? I don't know. That's all I'm saying. This is scary. So she runs home, runs into Aaron on the way home, which he's, and he's really fucking freaked out. Well, Aaron got the F out of there because he's one smart girl. Yeah, because he's using Get her brain. Get out. Yes. And you know what? 
he probably needs to run home to, to take some Advil for that pain. I know, know. I can't believe he just got braces yesterday. Remember the day we got braces and we had Taco Bell and ta- the Taco Bell tasted like metal? I hate, I hate you. <laughs> Please. I'm the one that still has the inside retainer. I hate that stupid And it cuts day. my tongue, cuts my tongue out. I don't want to talk about teeth right now. Fine. So she gets home, talks about monsters again. Lucy's mom says, you know what? I've had enough. You know, put a button on it, shove it, shove a sock in it. You're going to Reading Rangers tomorrow, bitch. Yeah, if it's the last thing you do. So Lucy shows up to Reading Rangers the next day, sopping wet because it raining. And Mr. Mortman says, I'll be right with you. And then she realizes, oh wait, everybody's gone. And it's a thunderstorm. Oh, this is this is part is frightening. Ooh, girl. She hears Mr. Morton lock that door. She hears that thunder, that lightning. And he says, boom, boom, clap. He says, I know you know. And then he straight up turns into a monster. Yes. And they start chasing each other around the library, start chasing around that library. I think he just chases her. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And he chases her... (laughs) He chases her right to a corner, and she somehow gets out of that corner. In runs her own little corner in her own little chair. And she just runs blindly and crashes into the card catalog again. And this is a little quote that I thought was really funny. <laughs> um <laughs> So he starts picking up the cards, and she and she says, In that moment of terror, I remembered the one thing that librarians hate most. Having cards in the card catalog spilled on the floor. Lol. It made me think of that, that vampire thing. You know? Like to, in, some, in some vampire lore, to distract a vampire, you drop a bunch of sticks. Yeah. And the vampires have to count the sticks. Or you, like, you drop a bunch of pennies or something like that. And the vampires have to count I them. I love that. I need to keep that. You keep that. (laughs) You keep that. You don't ever let anybody take that from you, I realize I just skipped a dog-eared page that I wanted to point out. Well, get to it. When they were out to Chinese food on page 97. Oh, gosh, that was forever ago. I know. Um, I just want to read this little part to show you what what a dream Lucy is. Um, Quote, Finally, we were opening our fortune cookies. Mine said something about waiting for sunshine when the clouds part. I never get these fortunes. Dad paid the check. I just thought that was a funny little side. Oh yeah. We're just like giving just a little just a little something about fortunes. I have I think I still have my wall, but I'm so lazy I don't even reach in my back pocket to get it. But I have a fortune that says soon a tall oh no, it doesn't even say soon. It says a tall dark stranger will enter our life. Our life? Yes. I'm I'm gonna look at my wall. I had I got a, a fortune one time that said try it dot 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 you might like it wink face and you know what it turned out you did I did I liked it too much <laughs> 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 who cares I I think I think that was a pretty cool fortune so there so Lucy's running through the thunder and lightning and the rain and this is in time lightning strike it and she's being chased. Through yes. the puddles, through the world. Did she ever get her blades back? No. I don't know if she ever got her blades back. Oh, no. My, My blades. And she realizes she's not being chased by Mr. Mortman. She's being chased She's being chased by Aaron. He was hiding in the library. He saw everything. Aaron for the win, you guys. It only took eight visits to the library for them to really prove it's true. Braces. Braces. So Aaron and Lucy get home, and they tell the the darks everything, the parents everything. Mr. Mrs. Dark. And Lucy's mom says, well, it must be true, and the only thing we can do now is invite, invite him, him over for dinner. And there's about a page and a half left of the book at this point. Yes. So they, Lucy's parents are like, whatever, Lucy, we're going to invite him over for dinner. Yes, hunty. So Mr. Mormon shows up for dinner wearing lime green trousers, a yellow short sleeve sport shirt. Get your life, girl. Lemon lime tint. And 
Mr. Mormon sitting on the couch talking to the parents, has some iced tea and some cheese and crackers, and that sounds real good right now. And he's nervous, Lucy's nervous, because they all know what's up. I know that you know that I know. Oh, that episode of Friends. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about that. I'm not even going to elaborate. And Mr. Mormon says, what's for dinner? And the parents say... You are. And then the parents turn into monsters and they gobble him down with their fangs, bones and all. Whoa! Ah! And Randy and Lucy smile and watch. Oh, woo! Now, would you explain to me? Well, so the parents are monsters, right? Yes. And can you explain to me why, what their explanation for not. For e- can you explain to me what the explanation... Can you explain to me... I don't think I can. I think I think their explanation of why they do what they do and how they've been acting is a little strange. They say... Um, Lucy's mom says, that's the first... They say... Lucy's mom says, that's the first monster to come to Timberland Falls in nearly 20 years. That's why it took us so long to believe you. Oh... Oh, you both understand why we had to do that, don't you? We can't allow any other monsters in town. It would frighten the whole community, and we don't want people to get frightened and chase us away. We like it here. Actually, that makes more sense now that I'm reading I think the TV show does a pretty good job. It does. With what they're given. And I think they actually do a better job than the book. So they eat the eat Mr. Mortman because they're afraid if they're, if any monster is in town, that if, they, if people find out about it, they'll be frightened by monsters. It's still a little bit of a stretch to yeah. me. Um, it's a fun twist, but I think it's more successful in the TV show than it is in the book. Yes, I agree. It's very, very well done in the TV episode, which we'll get to in two seconds. So later that night, One, two. Um, we found out that you know that Lucy and Randy will be monsters w- once they grow up. And Lucy's telling Randy a monster story about a librarian, a, sc- a scary librarian. And mo- Mom says to Lucy, Lucy, well, let's do what we're... Since we're at the very end, we're going to do our favorite thing where we um, do um, a mini version of the book with the first paragraph of the book and the last paragraph of the book. Goosebumps, number eight, The Girl Cried Monster. I love to scare my little brother, Randy. I tell him scary stories about monsters till he begs me to stop. And I'm always teasing him by pretending to see monsters everywhere. I don't want you frightening your little brother before bedtime, Mom scolded. You'll give him nightmares. Now, come on, Lucy. No more monster stories. The end. 137 pages. Pretty long book. So let's talk about the TV episode let's quickly. Let's break, 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 break it down. We kind of so talked about it a lot. We already, did. But... We did talk about it a little bit. The TV episode aired November eleventh, nineteen ninety-five. Okay. It was season one, season of the witch, season one, episode four. It's pretty early on, and on Netflix, it's actually the first episode. It's also I, I love this the uh, whoever the DP or whatever in this episode does such a great job because it's so deliciously Buffy season one dark. It is. It's such a dark, terrifying, it legitimately dark. scary episode of TV, yes, and the way yes. that it's lit is so successful and so terrifying, and it's stuck with me for yes and yes. It's it's very well done. I. I like a lot of things about the episode. I think the, the casting's pretty good. The casting's pretty good. They Sigourney Weaver's the mother. Sigourney Weaver plays the mother. She's uh, flawless. Um, the casting of Mr. Mortman is fantastic. Have you seen Harriet the Spy? Like George Waldenstein. He's, he's Rosie O'Donnell's Spy. boyfriend. And it's so great. Per- perfect casting. They do a really good job of the whole episode of taking the best dialogue from the book and putting it in, in the episode word for word. Yes. It's really well done. And the episode starts off it, it's just a perfect way to sort of capture the best moments of this book. Yeah. Just tighten it up and make it scary and funny and quick and dark and effective. Yeah, it's like genuinely terrifying, but it's like kind of silly and campy at times. But like it, it really you, gets you going. Even watching it just to... now, Matthew and I looked at each other and, and we're and we're commenting on how how scary it is. Yeah, it is. It's pretty. It's pretty scary. It's a really good one to watch. Go it, on to Netflix. And it watch really it. is. It's really it's it's really great. Or to buy watch. it. Oh yeah, you bought it, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I love the music in it, but it starts off with you know similar similar to the book. Uh, Randy Lucy's telling Randy about the toe biter, and let he, me tell you something about Randy in this TV episode. Oh man, I can, I can I can just imagine what it's like working with that kid because this this kid is not afraid to make some noise. He lets out some screams and shrieks in this episode that he's screaming like he's dying. And there's a moment where he, he runs inside. I'll and insert says, the clip. 
Oh yes, there's a moment when he runs in, when Lucy runs inside the house and she, or, or Randy runs inside the house and it's like, "Mom, the toe biter got Lucy." And Lucy's like, "I was just kidding around." And um Lucy and Lucy's mom is like, "Stop telling monster stories and all that stuff." And Lucy was like, "Well, the only reason I the monster, the toe biter didn't take my toes is because I promised him he'd eat yours." And, the, and we'll, you'll play the clip, but Yeah, Randy screams. screams no. no. And you can see that actress re I mean, react to that screech. Yeah, he really really screeches. Haven't I asked you not to tell him monster stories? I don't know if I could handle that kid. I can't handle kids in general, so. <laughs> so. Rats. <laughs> so cut to, she read Black Beauty. Yeah, which I think is a better choice. I think that's more interesting. A- and Mr. Mortman, I, you it's get like, a What do you think of this one? She's like, a two thumbs down. down. It would have been great if the Black Beauty was a, had. Big ol' gnarly fang. Big ol' gnarly fang. Well, what did you think? Two thumbs down. But Lucy, Black Beauty is a classic. It would have been better if the horse had two heads. And big old gnarly fangs. And you can tell that she loves monsters. And they, and you can tell that she also has a little bit of a relationship with Mr. Mortman. Yeah. That I kind of like. They have kind of this like friendly rapport Rep- Repartee. On. Unfortunately, he doesn't say my timid friends, though. In the he TV says my episode. furry friends, but we'll get to why he says that in a second. Okay. And... Uh, she she picks friends. out Frankenstein next to you know next to read Aaron's there now Aaron in the in the TV episode is black and and, and every single one of said, his lines are eighty yard. It's also every weird. I feel like one. his mouth doesn't move when he speaks. It's really it's 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 odd. It's I can't worth figure watching. this kid out. It's intriguing. I don't understand it. So they're walking home. I also don't believe those two people are friends. No no no. They're walking home from school and Aaron Aaron's speaking, but his mouth isn't moving. And oh wait. Uh, I forgot my blades at the library. I'll catch you later, okay? Bloody little hands. When he gave me my book, it was so slimy, I almost dropped it. Yeah? Ugh. Oh, my blades. I forgot them at the library. Oh, man, I gotta get home. Oh, no big deal. I'll see you later. So she's going back to the library, and she gets that... No you... one says library in this entire They say episode. library. Everyone says library. Library. It's greatly... Like in, they're Clarissa in, Woods or something. It's greatly inf- influenced and affected my entire life. Hi, Dad! So she's, you can tell when she's walking up to the library, which is not a house, it's a library. Yeah. With tur- turrets and faces, yeah. stone faces in, in the turrets. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she gets that premonition, you can feel it. And then in a scare moment, I'm not even kidding you, you just see her standing and a cat drops down from nowhere. And it goes, Wah! And it's a scare moment, and it's so ridiculous it's and hilarious. hilarious. It's great. So she goes into the library, and it's scary and dark. And all of a sudden, it's nighttime in the middle of the library. Good. And she sees him turn into a monster. Yeah, and the, the difference with this is, you know. There's no, no pan of turtles on the desk. There's no gaping hole of a mouth. He's got these really sharp teeth, and you can see his nose as well. But it's still pretty terrifying. And he, he does have those, scary those pop-out eye stalks. Yeah, those are kind of They're really kinda, they're scary. Wet and and like a bubbly, gross monster head. Yeah. It's sick. And at one point, he goes, Lucy. Lucy. Now, I like the choice here that instead of turtles, he brings out tarantulas yeah he has a tarantula and he's feeding them crickets crickets which i all i like the crickets make more sense than flies to me because flies will fly away yeah and also tur- i think kids would probably identify with turtles a little bit like i do and It'd be too uh, upsetting for them yes tarantulas are scary and yeah. to see and mr mormon who eats a tarantula eventually you know it's not that big of a deal and it's scary to see a tarantula popping out of somebody's mouth with its legs it's twirling yeah, and squirreling. Yeah, a turtle would be disturb would be too disturbing. It's awful. It's not. It's not, not like we're watching Cannibal Holocaust or something. It's terrible. So Cannibal Holocaust. I don't even want to tell you why that's a reference because you won't. You won't be happy about it. And so there's crickets hopping around, which are a really good source. Do you know it's like the best source of protein you can get? There, do you remember they had them on, on Shark, Shark Tank? Tank? Yeah, I remember. Okay. But I was looking. Have you had them before? Are they like chocolate covered? No, but I would try them for sure. I would sure. definitely. I would try anything. When we were sitting at uh, at Urgent Care the other day, um, I was reading that magazine or whatever that I was reading, and it was like men's health, and it was going the list of best things to eat for pro to get the max amount of protein, and crickets was like times. Are you Three. serious? Yes, above like chicken and beef. It's like crickets. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. That's so interesting. 
Yeah, I, I friend, somebody I know tasted them once, though. Maybe I'm just thinking of Barbara Corkin or Mark Cuban, friends of mine like that. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely try them. They would just probably just be crunchy or whatever, right? Mm, my furry friends. So instead of saying my timid friends, he calls the tarantulas my furry friends. I guess it, the more I think about it, the grosser that it is. I don't I don't know. I don't. I, it doesn't. Seem, I don't think it would bother me. It that doesn't much. super gross me out, but I would try it. Especially- try it. You might like it. So um, I don't know. She like runs out of the library runs home and says mom dad mr mormon's a monster life is a phase i'm going through they the go meat, through the meatball sequence is still in there the, there's meatballs in there life is a phase i'm going through nobody believes her aaron doesn't believe her she decides to go back with a camera the next day and that's how you do it you don't go back eight times you go back the next day with a camera right. you get your picture taken yes 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 aaron's not getting braces you know that's the way it is so she takes a picture the flash happens of course he turns into a monster right, right. um the flash happens and he definitely sees her and says, Lucy, Lucy, keep running. I love fast food, he I screams. I keep running. I, I love fast food. Lucy. <laughs> keep running, little one. I love fast So, you know, she it's nighttime inside the library, but when she runs out of the library, it's the middle of the day, and then runs home in the middle of the day, calls Aaron, and says, it happened, it happened. Is you're totally Excuse obsessed. Me. Ooh, big word. And he says, Lucy, you forgot something. If he has your library card, he knows where you live. And she goes, oh, no. He says, you need to get out of your house right now. She, ding dong. So she, no, not even a ding dong. Um, she, she sticks. She runs out of, she goes to run out of the house, and uh, right at the door is Mr. Mortman. He's standing right there, and this amazing conversation happens between love the two it. of them. I love it. I'll the clip because it, it's so It's great. so good. I don't even, I don't even want to Ma'am, you know how on the podcast all the time I'm going, ma'am, ma'am. I get it. I, I've taken it from literally this episode where she goes, ma'am. Good evening, Lucy. May I come in for a minute? No. My parents are at home right now. I mean, they'll be home any minute. I mean... That's where it's from. History. History in the making. Her story. <laughs> so, uh, oh, she convinces her parents that she ne- they need to get the pictures developed right now, right now, right now, right now. So the parents don't even get out of their car and go right back out as soon as the parents come home. Yeah. They don't get out of the car. They go right back. And I noticed this for the first time after seeing this episode 20,000 times that it says Timberland Falls photo. I never noticed. I they guess. never referenced Timberland Falls in the episode, but I love there was that little piece of, you know, scene design there. Pieces. Pieces. Uh, and so she drops the photos, and guess who picks up the photos for her from the ground? Mr. Mortman. He's standing right there. And he goes, Lucy, have you been thinking about monsters? Have you been thinking about monsters again? And the parents are like, oh, Mr. Mortman, thanks for bringing back. Oh, th- what we forgot to say was the reason why Mr. Mortman showed up at the house was, was delivering Lucy's knapsack that she left yeah, there. She left her rucksack, her she, backpack, her book, book bag, bag, purse bag. And they said, Mr. Mortman, that's so nice of you to bring back um, her rucksack. Why don't you join us for dinner? And he says, it's been so long since I've had it's a, a home cooked meal. So, you know, it's the night of the dinner. Oh, and the, he didn't show up in the photos, by the way, which proves he's a monster. We all know that, right? Yeah. So Which then, makes me think, if there was a picture of Lucy, would she show up? Oh. I don't know. There's this amazing line that happens when they're getting ready for dinner, and Mr. Morton's about to show up, and she says, he's a monster. We can't have him over for dinner. And uh, Mrs. Dark says, I don't, I don't care, care if he's, he's a drooling, drooling werewolf. werewolf. He's coming over. I love that. I'm going to start using that in everyday vernacular. I don't care if he or she's a drooling I don't werewolf. care if he's a drooling werewolf. Yes, yeah. we make a promise to say werewolf instead of werewolf? I promise. Thank yeah. So they, the TV episode handles this moment really well. Why don't you describe to me the moment when... Well, the line happens. What's for dinner? You are. And then it, explain to well, me what happens. It was going to be a surprise, but since you asked, you are. What's for dinner? Well, it was going to be a surprise, but. Since you asked, you are. <coughs> Excuse me. I thought you said. That's right. 
You, you are. What's so great about this scene too is it's so dimly lit. There's kind of like flickering candles in the corner. You can't really see anything. It's so or dark, Lucy dark. Yeah, and to like you know she feeds him a uh, marshmallow, uh, uh, a, a meatball or whatever, and he eats it and whatever and. Um, I can taste that meatball. Then the parents go all lizard face. Like, we're just making the choice that these are kind of like lizard monsters with sharp, two, like two sharp teeth of the incisors and stalactites and stalagmites, like two sheep, whatever. They have fucking four sharp teeth in both of their mouths. And there's kind of this like fish eye lens, sort of like scattered montage of like lizard faces poking towards the camera going and like kind of Lucy and Randy look frightened and then all of a sudden Mr. Mortman has been eaten and they're like rubbing their mouths and they're like oh and then there's a lot of expository dialogue the expository dialogue is so satisfying because it's all ADR because they clearly can't speak with these huge fangs coming out of their mouths but it's not so the ADR is not so ridiculous no it's not ridiculous in fact I think it's really well done but I just love the way they speak yes and they're I'll just insert it here. Never, ever let anyone know that we are monsters. We know that. And we can't have any other monsters in town either. I just love it. Better too. It's just like so like melodic and... Well, and then we think the episode's over, but all of a sudden, uh, like a lizard... It's like an ugly, stupid alien lizard mask... Pops, pops up, up in the like, window. Kind of like swings back and forth. And it literally, and then Randy Out goes, of nowhere. Oh and, no, another Mortman. And then the parents are like, we should probably let him in. And then they go all fang face. Like they're going to just immediately eat this random moth that pops up. And then the, then the mask comes off and it turns out it's Aaron just standing outside the house. And it's like, oh, hey guys, what's going on? Like, oh, sorry. Oh, we were just about to have dessert. And, and he's like, like, oh, what's just, for dessert? They go... Well, it It was was going to be a surprise, but since you asked, you like cherry pie. And the dad lifts up up a cherry pie. And then it's that moment that you always make fun of and see in TV shows where everybody laughs for no real reason for way too long. And it's so good and so exciting. And they laugh. I was about to go into a... a, 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 a piece of um, Annie Wilkes monologue from <laughs> Misery. Oh, yeah. The chapter plays. I know I that, know Mr. Man. man. Yeah. Oh, twinsies. <laughs> I I love this episode. I love the, uh, this book is pretty good, you know. I just had a blast. Yeah, it's a really, really good book and a fantastic TV episode. It's a de- it's a must-watch TV episode. Must it really, really watch. is. You should watch it. So thank you guys so much for listening and joining us on our little um, tall tales. Trip to the library. Our trip to the library. Thank Make you. Make sure for coming you return to your library. books. Keep it down in the library. Yes, and be quiet. And next time, next week, we're going to camp. Not next week, whenever it is, we're going to we're camp. We're going to camp. It's time to go to camp, Chippewa. Just kidding. Yeah, it's camp. I remember. Um, so tune in and go with camp with that. Go to camp with us. You know, if you dare.